Once again, this is take 1,253 of trying to record our introduction. Uh, once again, we are back with our second ever episode of Hanging with Hazard. I'm once again here with my co-host, Chase. Yeah, he, he's not wrong. This is taking forever. It hasn't so. taken that long. Come on. Uh, yeah. We, we almost had it last time, and then Russo started dying. So. Yeah, let's just say I tried to take a sip of my soda that I have here right next to me, and uh, it did not go down the right pipe. I nah, started... Yeah. I, I pretty much started I started dying to say the least but in a way he started dying to, to, to put it as in the very best possible way that that's how I would phrase it I, I almost died let's put it that way yeah it wasn't pretty let's leave it at that um Chase for the past three years 2019 what that I believe that's when it started yeah COVID-19 coronavirus whatever you want to call it has been affecting everybody's lives around the world in a different way or the same way, whatever, whatever you want to say. Um, how exactly has it affected your life? I think it was March 13th. You know, the exact date. I think so. I had it memorized. I, I'm good with numbers and dates for some reason. So, I remember being an immature 8th grader, not knowing anything about it, just hearing, oh, we could get two weeks off of school. Like, <laughs> understanding, like, yes, this, this will be the last time I'm in school. Not knowing that for the next six to ten months I want to be back in school mm -hmm. having no social interaction and for me <laughs> excuse me as I die for as me die. <laughs> for me that social interaction was important and losing that kind of affected mm -hmm. I think it affected a lot of people and I think it affected everybody things like shyness like being introverted some extroverts became introverted because of uh, the way COVID was happening yeah and then it's kind of like getting back to the routine. Like, the baseball season was canceled in 2020. Yeah. Which wasn't really fair to those guys. And I can't imagine being a senior and having my season canceled because of COVID. Um, yeah, but for me, it's like I missed my, most of my freshman year because uh, I was half in and half out. Mm -hmm. And online school is, as you know, is online school. It's wake up at 7.50 in the morning, then get on Zoom by 8, play games on your phone while they're talking. Turn off your camera, turn on your camera to do your work, turn off your camera, leave the Zoom, go downstairs in your underwear, make lunch, <laughs> go back to your room, nap, walk into Zoom, walk out, you're done for the day. Well, Zoom meetings, I hate Zoom meetings. I think everybody can say that for themselves. Everybody Dude, hates Zoom, Zoom meetings. Zoom meetings are awesome. You like Zoom meetings? Yeah. How do you like Zoom meetings? Well, back in eighth grade, I, I would sit on the couch, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, actually, funny story. The, the very first week... Uh, of quarantine, I would be downstairs, like down downstairs, and my yeah. brother would be in the middle floor. And every time my dad would go into work, he doesn't know this. Sorry, Dad. Every time you go into work, I would turn the PlayStation on and I play Fortnite while my oh, teacher's everybody taught. Everybody did that. That's that's the only good thing about Zoom is <laughs> not being in school. I remember Mr. Brown called on me to talk, do my song project. I literally camped in a bush <laughs> and waited, and then I went back playing Fortnite in school. <laughs> did my did my project. I got a hundred on the project. Thank goodness. And then I got the win. So. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I think in both ways, as long as you can understand the material, understand the teacher, and have be able to have fun on Zoom, I, I'm okay with it. Well, a big part of Zoom meetings is it was extremely easy. I'm not saying I did this, but it was very easy to cheat and cheat your way out of No, that's definitely things. been a thing. That's that was like, a big issue. Yeah. But for me, when all this stuff really went down, I was actually in my freshman year of high school, and... A funny story is I was actually coming off a major knee injury, major surgery, 
So I wouldn't have been able to play any of my sports anyways. But baseball got canceled. Pretty much everything got canceled. And it affected me because I was just getting back into like back into all the sports and everything. Back into the, like, the And then I had to wait even longer to actually play any sport again. And by the time all that happened, I was so far out of it that everything was just, it just felt brand new to me. Like I never did like play basketball, play baseball in my life ever again. That's right. what, that's really when I stopped playing basketball because I was like, can I really do this anymore? I'm already so far behind. It's not my number one sport. Like, you know where I'm coming from with that? Like, yeah, it, it was really tough. It, I feel like it was tough on me in that aspect as to where I was just coming back and it just got pushed back even further. No, I get that. Because, I mean, looking at it, I would say from your perspective, you have to come back and you have to put in hours and hours and hours of work mm-hmm. to get back into shape and to your skill level to play basketball again. And is it, is it really worth that? Because if that's not your number one sport, then there's really no no point yeah. to play if you, if you don't want to put in all that work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get that. COVID kind of screwed everybody with sports. Yeah. So it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It's a but, big thing of both of our lives, sports. And that's yeah. probably what was one of the toughest things about that because – that's really, we talked about NASCAR in our last episode. I wasn't really a big NASCAR fan before all this COVID stuff happened. But then once the entire world got shut down, when, like right after Rudy Gobert got COVID and he like touched on the <laughs> microphones and everything, I was yeah, watching yeah. basketball that night. The first, one of the first things to come back was NASCAR. And I just, I turned it on and I fell in love with it right there. Cause like it was the only thing on. And then I just realized how much went into it and how cool it really was. And really, I, re- I wish more people would give it a chance because, like, it really is entertaining. Like, people, everybody says to me, oh, it's just cars going around in a circle. But it's, it's much more than that. And if you actually listen to what the announcers say and all that, it, it's a great thing to get into. It is. It's all, I mean, especially when you have a favorite driver. Like, I know we kind of talked about it on Tuesday, but mm-hmm. at the Bush class, my favorite driver is Chase Elliott. Mm-hmm. Same name. I love his car. I, I'm a huge Hendrick fan. When he crashed... I was so mad. I was like screaming at the TV and it's like my driver put in all this work this week to come out and win this race and now he's out. And it's like if you indulge yourself in the aspect of racing and rooting for it's a one-time race. It's once a week. And it's not like a team. It's a one player. So you only root for one person. And it's like getting yourself indulged in the game or the sport. When you're rooting for one person, it's a whole lot different than just rooting for an entire team. Right, because like you get a you feel a connection with that driver, like even though you don't know him personally, yeah, you build a connection with that driver, because that's like a solid connection. But uh, going back to uh, the whole COVID thing, uh, one thing a lot of people didn't really get to do during that time was travel, right? Right. And um, I was just wondering, like, since we didn't really get to travel for the longest time, nobody did. What are some places you'd actually like to go, like over the course of your life and experience and see for yourself? Um, I mean, it's still hard to travel. Prices are still way up. Yeah, it's it's very expensive to travel anywhere nowadays. I mean, I want to go visit Fiji. Mm-hmm. Fiji looks awesome. Fiji, hmm. like the water. Not <laughs> no, not the water. The actual like island. Um, I'd like to go to Australia. A little scared to go to Australia. A lot of, it's, it, a lot it's, of snakes and scorpions. It's a big man's country. Not exactly sure how I feel about the scorpions. I'm okay with snakes as long as they don't bite me, mm-hmm. which they kind of tend to do. You might, get, um, you might get kicked by a kangaroo if you're down there. Yeah. Even though that'd be kind of cool. Remember that old Hanes commercial? Hanes commercial? The Hanes, like the underwear commercial? The underwear commercial. Wait. W- with, the, with the kangaroo. Yes. And the guy got kicked. I, I haven't seen it. Uh, do they still make those commercials? Nah. Oh, dude. Dude, that that commercial was 
something else. Oh, that was a weird commercial. Wasn't there a TV show? It might, I might be hallucinating right now, but wasn't there a TV show about a kangaroo or something like that? Uh, there might be. Dude, on Tuesday, we got to talk about like the Super Bowl commercials. The Super Bowl they're, commercials. They're always yeah, the best. We'll be sure to bring up Super Bowl commercials, which ones are our favorite, and all that stuff. But, uh... To, back to traveling, back to yeah, traveling. Yeah, back to traveling. Um, Hawaii seems like a nice place. Alaska during the summertime. I would love to go to Alaska even during the wintertime. Alaska just seems so cool. It does. It really does. It's, it seems like the most natu- one of the most natural places, yeah. not only in the United States, but in the entire world. Right. And I feel like it just looks beautiful to me. And I feel like around here, it, like the environment around here, it's kind of dep- it gets depressing during the winter. It does. It's like kind of it, like, yeah. It's like, kinda, you see the yeah. trees, they just look spooky, bland, everything. Everything turns gray, and yeah. it's kind of sad. But I feel like I've looked at photos, and I know, like, the photos don't show much of what it really is, but just looking at photos, I see the mountains and all the sunrises and everything that come out of there, the water, everything in Alaska. It just looks beautiful to me, and I feel like, I feel like, that I would love to live there one day, honestly. D- that, that, it, it's expensive up there, but have you seen uh, Dude Perfect's Bucket List? Dude, perfect buff- bucket list. Yeah, they no. did. They did one in Alaska. We'll have to watch after the show. It was. What it was. They, it was. In, it was beautiful. What do they do in one of their bucket lists? Uh, so like their bucket list or like an episode of like they make a list of like twelve things they want to accomplish on that episode. Like mm-hmm. they did. They did bucket list South Africa, bucket list aircraft carrier, yeah. and bucket list um, aircraft carrier. Yeah, they were actually they went on an aircraft carrier and shot like basketball and cooked steaks and hit golf balls and. Oh, that's awesome. And they did one in Alaska, and I was watching it. And I just remember thinking. This has got to be the most beautiful place in the in the world. That sounds it, awesome. It, we'll have to watch it after the show. Another place I would really like to go is Italy, because I, I I love Italian food. I'm Italian, right? So Italy Italy looks beautiful too. I know. Uh, I have a lot of family that stems from Italy, so I would like to go there and see the whole it, Italian countryside for myself. Yeah, I I want to go to Europe overall, but. Yeah specifically greece don't come at me it's not for the reason you're thinking it's the reason for greece is a beautiful country they have they have good food we get we get american food from greece what, like, greek, um, what, what is greek food like you ever had gyro gyro those things are good what is it it's like uh it's like bread and meat and it's like kind of like a stromboli but not a stromboli I think I've heard of it. I know what a like I've heard the word. I don't, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not sure like exactly what it is. Other things we get. It's yeah. like it's in, it's amazing that America didn't create all these foods. Like Chinese food mm. is Chinese, Chinese of well, course, yeah. and that's like some of the some Americans' favorite food. Speaking of food, especially American food. Oh boy. Yeah. What you mean, is your you mean favorite the, fast food? Oh, you mean the calorie raisers? Calorie raisers. What, what is your go? Yeah. What is your go-to junk food? If you had to. Junk food or fast food? Fast food. Fast food. Fast food place. Wendy's Baconators. No. Yes. Over oh. everything. Come yes. on. Yes. Wendy's Baconators. The, Wendy's the, Baconators. The, 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 over. the bun and the... Oh, it's so good. Over like a Big Mac? Yeah, 100%. Come on. Nah. Baconators are so good. Seriously. Have you ever had one? Yes, I've had a Baconator. Dude, they're so good. Baconator. And I, I love Wendy's. I would take Burger King. I would take McDonald's. I would take Yakos. For, for those of you watching outside of the Lehigh Valley, which is where we live... Yakos is the best hot dog place Dude, in I existence. I haven't had Yakos in forever. If you're ever you, traveling here, oh my god, you gotta get Yakos. Yakos is amazing. So good. I want to. I'm gonna go there after that we're done recording this show. But Yakos, <laughs> Yakos is something else, man. They have the special chili sauce that they make. Yeah. They put it on the uh, the bun, then put it on put it like the hot dog on top of it, 
and it, it just makes it's it's ridiculously it is ridiculously good how good the Yakos hot dogs are. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, my list is very different than yours. I'd go Wendy's, Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and then Subway. Subway. And then yeah, that doesn't even count. Subway counts. It's fast food. How you like Subway more than a place like McDonald's? Yeah, I'm not a big McDonald's guy. I will admit, I will admit, every time I go to Chick Fil A, oh, guess what my I order is? To mention Chick Fil A. Guess what my order is every time I go to Chick Fil A? What is it? Two large fries, and that's it. I don't even like their fries. What? Chick Fil A fries are horrible. They don't have any salt on them, which makes a French fry. Well, who has the best French fries in your opinion? Chick Fil A. How? They're, they're waffle fries. fries. They're, they're not wa- even real fries. They're so good, dude. They're I don't not. understand how you don't like them. McDonald's fries are the best. No. Yakko's fries are fantastic. Everything at Yakko's is amazing. Their cheesesteaks, their pierogies, everything there is just 10 out on of 10. another level. 10 out of 10. Chick-fil-A has good chicken sandwiches, but I wouldn't say they have the best chicken sandwich at all. You know who does? Don't you dare say Popeye's. It is Popeye's. No shot, Popeye's dude. Is awesome, no dude. shot. I love Popeye's. It is... It's up and down. One day, one day you'll go there and it's a great chicken sandwich, and then the next day you'll go there and it's a horrible chicken sandwich. But depends who's I, cooking. Yeah, I, it depends <laughs> on who's who's cooking. But most of the time I've gone there, it's been a good experience. But uh, chick, uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich—it's on another level, man. But everybody, I will say, everybody is trying to catch up to them. Like if you look at it, McDonald's is making a new chicken sandwich. Uh, the uh, Burger King made the chicken or the chicken or whatever you want to call it, really? which is actually pretty good, believe it or not. The only thing I know Burger King for is the Impossible Burger. What's the Impossible Burger? It's a burger made out of plants. That's disgusting. <laughs> Plant burgers are not burgers. It's a salad on a bun. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Speaking of uh, traveling and fast food, though, mm-hmm. have you ever been like out west? Like, yes, Arizona, I went to... Arizona, California? I was like, in Arizona, and I was in Las Vegas, Nevada. You ever had In-N-Out Burger? I have not. But I, I'm, I don't know if Have I... you ever had Johnny Rockets? That's East Coast more, I think. I think so. I'm not positive. Oh, and I'm blanking on him. I think I don't remember the. We, I was like si- I was like six years old when I went to Nevada, and that was for my uh, aunt, aunt and uncle's wedding. I'm blanking on it. My my brother had tournaments down in Delaware in Delaware. the summer, and there was this place, and I can't remember the name. It was like a, I think it was like Freddy's or something. Freddy's. But I don't. Five Nights at Freddy's. Not a food place, and they food had place. like they had like this sauce. It was it wasn't like Thousand Island, but it was good. It was it was orange, but it was like sugar. So it was basically a knockoff Big Mac. No, like it was on the side for like your French fries to dip in. Oh, I got you. Yeah, a lot of places have so that was sauces good. and all that. But so, what's your favorite place to go and sit down at? Like sit down in the Lehigh Valley. Like, what's your favorite like, like steakhouse? Here. Oh man, something at the mall, Golden Corral, Bonefish, yeah, Rock Lobster. I could go on forever, man. For my birth, like if I had to go out for a birthday dinner, yeah, I'd pick something probably like more special than like a like a dive bar, but. <laughs> for my birthday, I'd have to say I love hibachi. Hibachi's amazing. The the one the one uh, by Dorney closed down, right? No, it's I think it's still open. It's still open. I think I just I think that's the one I just went to. A few I, months I think ago. there was one. Uh, they actually I think the one you're talking about is like a both buffet thing. Is that what you're talking about? No, I think the one where they no. actually like cooked like the yeah. The hibachi stools. is when they cook it in front of you. Yeah. But another place I really love is uh, I'm a big steak guy. Uh, Outback will Ooh, always be yeah. better than Texas Roadhouse. Because of the Bloomin' Onion. I know they're similar, but the Bloomin' Onion's better than whatever Texas Roadhouse has. Um, sit down, like a dive bar type place where I could just go on a Friday night and eat. I'd have to say, uh, shout out to Spectators. That's I'm working there now. So you are working there. Yeah. You did tell me that. Um, Fogelsville is a great restaurant. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, PJ Warnham's. You do, do not like them. I, I like it there, but I don't go there quite as often as uh, 
I would say Fogelsville are spectators. I'm noticing our food tastes are very different here. What do you mean, how? <laughs> like, our, our, our fast food lists are not there. My my sit-down list is not near yours. I feel like a fast food list, everybody has a different one. Right. Kind of, like, when I decide what where I'm going for fast food, it depends on the mood I'm in. depends on if I, if I want a burger or a chicken sandwich for the most part, because that's, like that's like the two big things when it right. comes to fast food. But, uh, yeah, I would have to say spectators of Fogelsville. What about you? For, like, sit-down? Yeah. You ever have, like, a Brazilian steakhouse where they just bring I all want, types of yes, steak? Yes, that is amazing. Dude, there's one in Philly, I think. we got to go. To Philly? I've, there's I've one... been wanting to go since, like, we went to vacation in Mexico a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. that was, like, part of the resort. It was, they brought so many different types of meat. It was so good. And you just eat till you're full. And I was like, I, I need to do this again. A uh, couple weeks ago, before my friend went back to college, we went to a Brazilian steakhouse. And it was only, like, a half hour away. Really? Yeah. Bethlehem? Bethlehem, not. Actually, yeah, I think it was in Bethlehem. It wasn't far away at all, and it was fantastic. They come up to you, cut off a piece of steak if mm-hmm. you want a piece. Right. Come up to come up to you with all sorts of things, including chicken hearts. Have you ever had a chicken heart? No. You've never had a chicken heart. No. Do you know what it is? Well, yeah, the heart of a it chicken. It's the heart of a chicken. <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who, who would have thought a chicken heart is literally the heart of a chicken? But they're actually pretty good, believe it or not. Really? It looks disgusting, but it's good. It's my like, grand, my grandfather actually, he has raw ones in his garage. Like he has a little oh, hangout in his garage. Oh, yeah, they're uh, in a jar. Uh huh. And he's like, "Hey, you want chicken heart?" I'm like, "I used to just say no. That's disgusting. You make fun of me for it." But uh-huh. I tried to, I tried a cooked one. Like I, I've tried the raw one too. But I tried the cooked one at the uh, Brazilian steakhouse, and it was actually really good. All right, moving on from chicken hearts, mm-hmm. that is disgusting. Maybe I'll try one one day, but not yeah, anytime you, you soon. You got to try one at least once. When you go to a sit-down place, they always get the bread, or at Lobster you get you get the biscuits, mm-hmm. or at Texas Roadhouse you just get the the peanuts. Yeah. What is your all-time favorite thing, and what would you want to get as like your little thank you for coming kind of thing? A mint. That's it. A mint. Before you eat, you want a mint. I'm talking like the bread oh, before you before eat. Before I eat. Yeah, yeah. Like the I'm talking appetizers. Like no, like you know, like the free stuff they give you, or I don't know if it's free, but I like, like the, the I like the bread, bread at I like the bread at uh, Outback. I'd have to say, for me, it's definitely the biscuits at Red Lobster. They're so good. The you biscuits. Ever had them? I don't. I don't think I've ever actually been to Red Lobster. Believe well, me. add that to our list of things we got to do this year. Yeah, we. I do have to go to Red Lobster, but I'm not a big seafood guy. I've never been a big seafood guy. They have steak, I think. Do they have steak? Yeah. I speaking gotta... speaking of this year, what are some things you want to accomplish this year? What are you like most looking forward to this year in 2022? Uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is finishing my junior year of high school. Right. Because I just, I, I want to graduate. <laughs> You're done I, with it? I'm done with school, man. I haven't, I haven't had the normal, uh, high school experience. My freshman year got cut short, as we all know. Right. My sophomore year was in and out. And now this year has been, it's been weird with masks and everybody being back in school. But now we don't even have to wear masks. Right. Cause it's it's kind of nice. Yeah. But uh, now everybody gets to show their ugly faces. That's just a joke. Don't worry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, I want to accomplish getting to my senior year of high school. I want to accomplish doing good things in my baseball season this year. And really, I don't have, I don't have many goals for myself this year because right now what's important is setting myself up for the future. Maybe I could get into a college this year, go on a bunch of college visits. College visits that's what's important right now. Those are I, fun. Yeah. Have you gone on some? Yeah. Uh, we actually drove down in in the fall. We drove down to UVA, yeah. J- Liberty, and JMU. And we, we, we walked around. Did you? And 
I scheduled one in April. To oh, mine, mine weren't actually official. I mean, no, if official. you're talking official visits. So you just then... went and looked at the college yeah, yeah. pretty much from the outside? Yeah, well, you can walk to campus. You can work at the baseball field and stuff. That's what, I, yeah, that's well, what we did. So. I, I recently scheduled one to Syracuse up in upstate up north? New York. Yeah, it's upstate New York. I never go north. It's too cold. It is. It's very cold up there. It's right outside of the Great Lakes. And my everybody I've t- told about this has just said, "Oh, it's so cold up there." I'm like, I mean, it's I, cold I, in Alaska too, so I, we can't really well, be complaining yeah, about the cold. Mind, I don't mind the cold though. Really? Yeah, I don't I mind the cold, the cold at all. I like being able to wear. I like being able to bundle up, wear sweatpants or jeans, and wear a sweatshirt. Dude, I'm cold now, and it's like 65, 70. It, it is warm. It's unseasonably warm outside right now. Welcome to Pennsylvania weather, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's never normal in Pennsylvania like when you have weather. It's middle of February and it's 65 degrees. Next week it's right. gonna be. And it's gonna snow tonight. Yeah, it's gonna be snow. It's it's 65 degrees out and it's supposed to snow tonight. Yeah, welcome so to Pennsylvania, people. Yeah, honestly. Um. We were all inside during COVID, as we were talking about early. Yeah. Uh, which means, I would say, we had to do more things around the house. More chores? More chores. Oof. Oof. Uh, Oof. On top of sitting around on the couch watching movies. <laughs> what are your least favorite chores? Least favorite? I have a lot. I I despise chores. Like, I'll get them done, obviously. Sometimes I probably won't get them done. I'll just push <laughs> it off, procrastinate. But what would you say your least favorite chores to do are and what are like what are some things you have to do because i know a lot of people can relate to this and they'll be like oh i hate doing that too like i hate taking the trash out blah 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 so we have a we have a chore list in our family mm-hmm. we don't really follow the chore list it's it's more of a guideline than a rule fair enough but it alternates every month i hate cleaning the bathroom i hate cleaning the bathroom that's it's so annoying there uh, it's just Everybody's so it's just gross. not it. it's ugh. <laughs> And I don't like doing the wash. My I mom, hate the wash. my mom normally does my wash. Thank you, mom. You're the best. But I do. I love mowing the yard. Mm-hmm. You like mowing, and I like washing do. dishes. A lot of guys do like mowing the yard, but especially if you have a riding tractor. Yeah, yeah. But those are, those one are of the things I hate doing the most, and you're gonna think I'm crazy for this, so I don't mind doing my wash or anything. But one thing I do hate is hanging up my clothes in my closet. I hate it. I don't know why. It is, the, it is the most annoying thing ever. Taking a hanger, putting the clothes on the hanger, and then putting it in the closet is the worst thing that has ever been created by God. <laughs> closet. Yep. Really? Closet. I would rather just throw my clothes on a pile and be done with it. But apparently that makes my room messy, so I can't really do that. That's what I was going to say. Like... When your parents tell you you gotta clean your room, but like it's fine oh, for you, I and they're like, it. it needs to be clean. Like, okay, I get it, but usually my come parents. On. Like, I don't. I don't like. I can't stand cleaning my room. I'm not. A, I'm not a neat person. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm so unorganized. I just like things. If if it's if if I know where it is, it's fine. It doesn't have to be clean. Usually, my parents don't actually tell me to clean my room. I'll just like, I'll let it get messy. I wouldn't say I'm a very messy guy, but. I let it get messy occasionally, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, I'll just be up, and I'll be just like, okay, I'm going to put everything away now. You, yeah, you ever have, like, that just, like, strong desire to, like, do something? Yeah, every, every, every time I'm not doing something, I'm like, oh, I got to do something. So back in December when we had a quarantine, mm-hmm. me and my grandpa, we were sawing wood in the in, in the woods, like, because we, we live in the country, mm-hmm. so there was lots of woods, and... uh we went outside and we sawed up the wood. And I hate splitting. Like, yeah. it's so boring. But the one morning, it was 7 o'clock. I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to split today. 
So I went out there and probably split 40, 50, 50 logs of wood. It's like, okay, I'm done. And they're still sitting. They're still <laughs> sitting in the pile. The rest are still in the pile. I have no desire to split them whatsoever. <laughs> I, feel, I feel that. I, I, have oh. to, I have to bring in wood from my grandparents all the time. I don't mind doing it because, of course, I love to be able to help them. Right. But I, I, I hate stacking it. Stacking wood. I, what? I love stacking. You like stacking wood? I, I, can't, well, I can't do my it. Way my way of stacking is different than yours. I, I sound like an old man complaining about my back, but... Uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, quarantine and all that stuff, what we were doing during quarantine, what was going on, how it affected our lives. What I want to know and what I want to talk about is, you know how during quarantine all this stuff came out, like Tiger King and all these shows, everybody would be like, oh, yeah. you got to watch this. What are some of the things that you enjoyed the most during that time? Like TV shows? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've love watch, been watching Manifest. You ever watch Manifest. Manifest? No, but I, my brother told me to watch it. My mother told me to watch it, and I think you told me to watch it. Too. All right, well then you better start watching it. It's it's so good. I'm so glad they got a fourth season. I'm I'm also a huge Marvel fan, so WandaVision when that came out was awesome. That was recently though. That wasn't during. Like, no, that was last initial, year. That, that was like the beginning of yeah, last but year. That wasn't the initial quarantine. That was like. Well, no, but um, you asked like all quarantine. Like we were still quarantined uh, at that not, time. Not really. We were back in school and everything. I'm talking like the initial. Oh, okay. Okay. Like everybody um, was shut down the entire planet pretty much was shut down for the longest time i don't remember what i did in in quarantine lots of everything was, everything was just a blur honestly it, it's like it's like hard to think back two years ago and think hmm what shows was i watching or not it really was. I, I think i rewatched star wars twice i i will say during <laughs> haven't quarant- watched them since i will <laughs> say during quarantine i went on a star wars tear <coughs> and a lot of people are surprised by that because i guess i'm not like the stereotypical nerd Hey, what? I'm not a nerd either. You I can, didn't call you, can you a nerd. Star Wars. I didn't call you a nerd. nerd. I'm just saying, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I can tell you most things about Star Wars. and We'll have to have a Star Wars episode. We will have to have a Star Wars episode. I'm sure I'm Sure, a lot of uh, specific people will enjoy that episode very much. Yeah. Um, a good thing about being in quarantine in our area is that there's not a whole lot of people around. Right? Yeah. It's, we're in the countryside, and I love that about here. It, it gets kind of boring, but at the same time, it it's kind of awesome not having to deal with the noise and everything. What are some of the aspects about living around here that you really enjoy? Well, from me to you, it's probably 10 minutes. From me to the school is 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. so that's never fun. It's um, not that bad, though. But, you know, it's nice. I live, I live next to my grandparents, which is awesome. They have a nice backyard. So I can have friends over. We can play wiffle ball in the backyard. We can play football. And that's, like, something you can't do in the city because you don't have – it's not fenced in. It's all natural. There's wood line. You, have you been to my house? Yeah, I've been to your house. I saw your – I was wondering who did this. I actually wanted to ask you. Who built – there's, like, eight snowmen behind your house. I did the snowmen. You, did, the, you yeah. did all of that. Yeah. You just bored board. one day and decided to build, I was like, so 50. bored. I was yeah. – That's ridiculous. <coughs> it was bad, though. I, have I don't ne- know why I'm coughing so much. <laughs> I have never been able to build a snowman. Really? Never. Dude. I've never actually built one. Like, when I try to build one, it ends up being, like, blocks. We're building a snowman. You're not building a snowman. We are. No. I'm good. I, next time it snows, enough to build a snowman, you are coming over and we are building a snowman. One. You, and you, you can take a picture of it. Are you eight years old? Dude, how do you not like building a snowman? That's so I, much fun. I, I'm not going to take time out of my day to go play in the snow. Are you serious? Yeah, I got things to do, man. I don't have to I got, play in the I snow. Got sc- play. I got school to do. I got this to do, you know? If like, it's going to snow, we don't have school, so. 
well, you still got FID days now, which are horrible. Thank you, COVID, for that. Yeah, what monstrosity. Give give us give the kids what they want. Give them an actual snow day. What like what are you doing? Like, you don't have to make us do work when we have off of school. I mean, it's not even that bad work. Though. It's horrible. My really? teacher, my one teacher, gave us like eight assignments to do, which is wow. more more than we have to do when we're actually in school. I don't know why. It's horrible. I mean, I I can see where that that comes from. I can't. It's stupid. It counts as the day of school. Yeah, but I mean, if you get all the work done in the in the beginning, I mean, for me, all my work's done by ten o'clock in the morning, so the rest of the day is mine. The only good thing about it is that you won't have to go one more day into the summer. Right. Well, yeah. we're we're getting out early this year. I don't think we've had any setbacks. I think we had one snow day, but that's it. That, that's built in though. They built in like five snow days. What do you mean? Like into our schedule, it's built in that we have five snow days, like five given snow days. So we only we technically we could only have 175 days of school. No, no, no. I'm saying like, you know, like those floating teacher in service days. Yes. Okay, so like those days, I think, I think those days count. Like if we have too many snow days, we'll have to go to school on that day. Yeah. But if we don't, if we don't have enough, then they just give us that day off. I got you. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's how it works. I just hate I just hate having to wake up, go in a Zoom meeting for no reason. Just give us a snow day, man. Like, administrators of any school, if you're listening to this right now. We want a snow day. We all know you don't want to work either. And you you probably do nothing anyways, because what do you have to do? You have to say, oh, we have an FID day, and that's it. Like, you don't have to deal with any kids. You're making the kids do work when you guys get to do nothing. The teachers teachers get to release their work. They still have to grade it, though. Wow. You you have to grade any other day of the week. I mean, and the teachers, they have kids. So they have to help. They have to help. Not their all kids. of them. Well, most teachers have kids. Uh, some don't. I mean, a lot of teachers are young nowadays. I've noticed. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, but they, if you have kids, if a teacher has kids, and they, and even the the superintendents, mm-hmm. like they have kids and they have to stay home and they have to help their, especially if they're young kids. Like that's that's hard, because then you gotta like help your kids like through technology and that kind of thing. And yeah. that's, it's 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 more work than we could actually think as students, because all students want to do is like if we. If if you're gonna give us an FID day, we want a snow day. If you're gonna give us a two-hour delay, give us a snow day. If it's gonna snow, let us out early. That's that's how a student thinks, and we don't. Until we're older, we can't actually understand what teachers actually have to do behind the scenes. I like how we complain about having to go into school for like seven hours a day, but then when we think about it, we're like, we're always like, oh, school sucks. I never want to do this again. But then as soon as we join the workforce. It's like, Every oh, adult's I wanna, like, yeah. Yeah, everybody's going to be like, oh, you want to go back to school because school's not as bad, probably. Right. Depending on what job you have, obviously. But speaking of jobs, people are actually forcing certain workers to get the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, to continue on in their job and not get fired. Did right. you see what was going on in Canada with the truckers and everything? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. How they're protesting because they're going to make, trying to make them get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And apparently now they're trying to get that, like, these Canadian truck drivers, and I guess there's some American truck drivers or something, they're talking about, there's rumors that they're going to disrupt the Super Bowl. Guys, we have the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Do not mess with American football. I there mean, will be war. <laughs> speaking of war. Oh, my God. Um, Have you been following with the Russia-Ukraine? Ukraine, yep. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, we can't fully understand what war is. We never lived through a war. Mm-hmm. Well, eh, but not not to the extent of like World War Two, obviously. But or the Korean. There's or always war. war. Well, yeah, yeah. But we haven't actually like experienced like a worldwide war. Yeah. 
and especially understanding the technology there is today, mm-hmm. that's like a scary thought to think yeah. about. Like if we go to war and somebody drops a nuke, we're all screwed. <laughs> I saw a, I saw a joke earlier, and it was talking about kids in art, like in my class, putting out their college letters, like talking to college, applying at colleges, and instead of getting a, a letter back in the mail that you've been you've been accepted, it's a draft notice. Yeah, because we're at that. That's kind of scary. We're at that age that if something actually does happen, then we might yeah. get drafted. Like I have no problem fighting for my country, and if I get drafted, obviously, I'm gonna go do that. But that's still that scary. it's kind of scary to think about that. If there's another war, especially with the upgrading technology, like you never know what's gonna happen. Like we're young. I don't want to. I have years to live yet. It kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to live through that. It's. It was bad back in 1945 for World War, for World War well, II. The devastation well, no that happened to Japan from us, <laughs> I mean, it, it ended the war. Basically ended the war. Well, the war... But with- that's so scary because that's 70 or 80 years of technology development now in which one nuke could do that damage in 40, 1945 at mm-hmm. 70 years of development. What can it do now? I don't think anybody's that evil as to where they're just going to want to kill everybody, though. No, but eventually, I mean, a war starts out as a, like, it's not, they're not going to nuke somebody on the first day, but as it goes on, like... What, one nuclear weapon gets fired, everything else is going right. to... Right, and then everybody has nukes nowadays, so as soon as the first one's fired, it's, it's kind of like... Chain reaction. Yeah. It's, well, that would most likely end the world, cause nuclear probably. fallout, cause nuclear winter. What other ways could the world end, like... It's kind of scary to think about, but it's, it's also kind of interesting to talk about. Robots. Robots, yes. Artificial intelligence, straight out of the Matrix. Who knows? Or maybe Marvel. we already. Maybe, maybe we're already in the Matrix. <laughs> nah. It's a simulation. Even Elon Musk said we could be in a simulation. Elon Musk is a. He's a character. He is a character, but he's also a genius who has the most money on the planet. That's what I don't understand about rich people. Like, you have so much money. Why can you not just, like, like, give a million dollars away? What's it going to do? And hurt your bank account? It's going to make somebody else rich. It's going to change somebody else's life. Yeah, like what Mr. Beast does. Mr. Beast has got to be the best living human being in this planet. Do you think any of the stuff he does is BS? No, I think it's all real. You think it's all real? Do you think it's, like, do you think it's real or not? I think it's real to an extent, but I feel like, I feel like some of the ways he does things... He's just looking for clout. Like, I don't like he how... He has clout. He doesn't need any more well, clout. Yeah. He's got 90 million subs. I don't like the way he just goes out and he'll, like, give, like, a waiter money. Like, why can't he just do this? Like, uh, no, I said that the wrong way. Like, obviously, it's amazing that he's, like, giving a waiter, like, a huge tip. But can he do it? Like, I know he's trying to make the money through YouTube to fund what he's doing. But he could be a little more subtle about it. Like, he's he was always, like, bragging and throwing in, in people's faces. I feel like a little bit... I mean, there's there's a difference between bragging and well having people know you have money. Mm-hmm. You want to compare bragging to letting people know you have money? Look at Jake Paul. Jake Paul will flex his money. He'll flex his watches. He'll flex his girls. He'll flex his house. And he'll Jake, flex his cars. Jake Paul is the one that thinks that, he's a boxer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll I think about he, that is he the one that also said he wants to try out to be a, a safety in football and a NASCAR yeah. driver. Yeah, he wants he wants to play safety in, or wide receiver in football. Oh my gosh! If this guy, if he tries to be a NASCAR driver, he has no shot. There's no shot. Absolutely zero shot. Any team lets him drive a car with no experience whatsoever, okay. unless he races for years, figuring out how to actually drive a car. 
that is not going to happen. And he's not going to be able to just play football either without some sort of football intelligence. Right. Well, there's always the Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah, there is always the Cleveland Browns. They're always looking for a new talent because we all know how horrible they have been for the past decade and a half. Yeah. Poor Baker Mayfield. Anyway. Mayfield is so bad, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shout out Hayden Ledebor. I'm so sorry for your pain. You want to talk pain? Oh, dude. I can't I can't imagine what uh, Tyron Woodley's going through. Tyron Woodley? Who's that? He's the guy Jake Paul knocked, knocked out. Oh, he yeah, beat him twice. Right. Did he beat him twice? Mm-hmm. Is, is he a former football player? Former UFC champion. You're telling me Jake Paul beat a UFC champion? Yeah. I don't really follow boxing that much. He so knocked him out. It was clean. Clean. You, you Seriously, didn't see that. how? How well, does this guy well, beat that guy? He's been training. Did he have a size advantage? No, it was pretty even. Seriously? Yeah. Tyron was a UFC fighter. Was about. it a boxing match or a UFC fight? Boxing. Oh, my God. Do you think if, if it was UFC, uh, Jake Paul would have won? Jake Paul hasn't trained for UFC, so probably not. Hasn't been training? Yeah. So. You know who's, like, overrated as hell, though? Who? Uh, Conor McGregor. He fell off. He loses so many fights. He lost a Floyd and kind of fell off. Yeah, he did. And he's how many how many matches has he lost? You follow boxing in UFC more than I do. Probably around seven. Seven. Floyd's Floyd's what fifty one and zero now for fifty and zero. Fifty and zero. The Logan 50 Paul and fight didn't count. Speaking even, of, even though Jake Paul said Logan won. But. Speaking of uh, Floyd Mayweather, he's actually starting his own NASCAR team now too. Is he actually the money team? Oh my! The fifty car with Kaz Grala. Oh my! There's a lot of connections between the celebrity world and NASCAR now. You got Pitbull, you got freaking Michael Jordan, and now yeah. you got Floyd Mayweather. Those yeah. are some big names, and that's huge for NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> if for those for those of you guys who are boxer fans, um, I know the boxing world has definitely been longing for the return of Ryan Garcia. Do you know who that is? Is Ryan Garcia the short little guy that I was watching weigh in for some reason? No, he's like I think five ten. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He's twenty one and now. Twenty one and now. Twenty one and now. He's, t- I think, 22, 23 years old. Is that good? For to be twenty one, one and Yeah. At twenty years old, that's pretty impressive. That's really impressive. And I can't wait for him to get back. His his knockouts are so clean. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'm, I I I probably should get more into boxing. I really never have. Like, obviously, I watched the big fights. Like when uh, Mike Tyson came back, that was awesome. Who did he fight again? Ah, dude, I have no idea. Mike Tyson's a tank, but. Um, yeah, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. That's pretty much all I know. Now Jake Paul, the YouTube sensation that became a boxer. Somehow, who knows? He's actually not bad either. Somehow, I mean, he has the money to train. So yeah, he does. It's, that's it's, all it's about. Work, so. That's all it's about. Money. You gotta, yeah, you gotta have. Con- I feel like you gotta have like major connections to yeah. be able to fight like that. That's all life is: is networking. Networking, yeah. Finding those connections to get you into a profession or a job you want to do, and then take it from there, like. Hopefully I can find those connections too. Maybe I could become a professional boxer one day. Yeah, not actually. Not I do happen. not. I, I do not want to do that. That's one of the biggest regrets I have in my life so far. What? I, I wanted to, always wanted to take karate, but <laughs> little five year old me said no, and I'm like, dang it! I wanted to take karate, and now I feel like it's it's too late to start karate, and I don't really have the it's time. Not too for late. It. You can do that now. Yeah, but I don't have the time for it. It's, what do you What do you have? You have, you have firefighting. Yeah. What What, what fills up your schedule too much? Like you can't. You, you, you can fill karate in a little. You can put it in there somewhere. Firefighting, baseball, uh, gym, baseball, gym work. You go Just to like the going gym? to the gym. Yeah. Going to the gym, okay. Baseball, school, yeah. Yeah, and then got, even school, like my, it's it's hard to keep your grades up. 
when you're doing so many things. Plus, you're starting a new job and everything, too. What yeah, you, that's only one night a week. Yeah, is it one night a what, what exactly are you going to be doing there? Dishwashing. Dishwashing. It's, it's easy. Should be easy. I got you. I, I mean, I like dishwashing, so it's cool for me. Okay. Well, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back at you. All right, and we're back after a little, little short break. Hope you guys didn't miss us too much. They definitely missed us a lot, Chase. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. The, the views will talk for themselves. But I wanted to talk to you about movies. Mm-hmm. I assume you've seen the new Spider-Man? The new Spider-Man quite possibly might have been a top three greatest movie of all time for me. I'm I com- not even kidding. I completely agree. It I- was amazing. Being a Spider-Man fan, being a Marvel fan and all, watching Tobey Maguire when I was little, and then when I was a little older, watching Andrew Garfield, and then, not to spoil it, but and then to watch Tom Holland... Yeah, all three of them come into one movie together. I mean, you're you're not spoiling it. It's it's common knowledge. It's common if you knowledge. look up Spider Man yeah. No Way Home on the internet, those three are the first things that pop up. So I think that was one. Even bringing back all the villains from all the original movies, like the yeah. li- I don't remember the lizard guy, the lizard guy, Doctor uh, Doctor Collins, yeah, Electro guy, yeah, uh, the Green Goblin, and my f- personal favorite Doc Doc Doctor Octopus. That was awesome. Octopus. They, not only did they bring back all the Spider-Mans, they also brought back all the villains. Yeah, that was pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Even if Definitely. you know what happens, it's so good. It I've watched it four movie. times. Yes, so. I agree. What else is in your top three all-time movies? Top three all-time. Can, can I talk about my top three all-time series instead? Sure. So my number one series all-time, as I talked about earlier a little bit, is has to be Star Wars. Star Wars is just so good, in my opinion. They bring... I don't. I can't even describe how crazy Star Wars is, because they have all these different worlds, all this different stuff going on, all this different lore or whatever you want to call it. Jedi, Sith lords, it's epic, right? Mm-hmm. Every movie is great in my opinion. No matter what anybody says about the newest movies being horrible, I well, love, I love those. I love it all. I love all I, three I of those. And all the shows they're coming out with now are just as good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And I people, haven't seen Boba Fett yet. I'm been a little stubborn towards Boba Fett, but I've definitely heard I gotta watch it. So you need, I'll probably you need watch, to watch it. it. It started off a little slow, but I will say it got really good. Yeah, it got really good. I gave it like an eight point five out of ten. Really? Yeah, an eight point five out of ten. Pretty good. My people might be a little harsher on it than I, I am, but I I really liked it. I'm, I can't lie. But um, I gotta say, Marvel probably has to be my second favorite movie series, like the MCU. Cause it's yeah. not really a movie series like uh, Doctor Strange comes to mind, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the all Avengers. the TV shows coming out now. Yeah, the Avengers, the huge one. The... This is why Spider Man is not the greatest movie of all time, because Than not Thanos. What am I saying? Endgame and Infinity War, quite possibly, might be the greatest two movies. I put Spider Man above Endgame. No way. And Infinity War, I bring it. Come above on, both. Uh, it's above both. How? Why? Because when you have Tom Holland and Zendaya's chem- chemistry together on like, on in a movie, and then you have Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield, that's huge. They're actually together in real life too. Yeah, they they Did bought you know a four million dollar house or something in, in London. Yeah. yeah, that lucky man right there. Yeah, yeah, very lucky, lucky girl. What? You, what? Have you seen Tom Holland, bro? What? Have you seen Tom Holland? As a man. What are you getting at? He's jacked. He's got the hair. I want to look like that. Oh? That's a, it's, it's a good thing. I'm not I'm not gay for Tom Holland. I, I don't know, Chase. You're, you're coming off a little uh, awkward here, bud. Okay, okay. For those of you who understand, Tom Holland is kind of like one of those guys that you want to... You, you wish you were him. 
I don't know why. It's just one of those things. Chase, I did not expect you to go that route, but <laughs> but okay, let, let's move on a little bit. Uh, I talked about a couple of my favorite movie series of all time, and I hope this doesn't bring up another Tom Holland discussion, but I, I really hope it does not. But what, what are your favorite, I'm not going to say individual movies, we'll start off with uh, movie series. Harry Potter's got to be up there. I, I, yeah, Harry I did Potter not fan. mention that. Harry Potter is very good too, as nerdy as it might be. Daniel Radcliffe's a great actor. Emma Watson's super hot. <laughs> and uh, um, what's his face? Ru- Rupert Grant is a good Ron. Who? Rupert Grant. He is plays, that his I, name? I think he plays Ron Weasley. I think it's Rupert Grant. Don't get me wrong. I could be wrong. Who's the one that plays Malfoy? I always liked Malfoy when I was little. I have no idea, dude. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. He was in The Flash, too, for a little bit. Dude, I have no idea. Did you watch The Flash? No. You didn't watch The Flash? You no. gotta watch The Flash. Did you ever watch play. Arrow? No. Two great DC shows. All right. Next... Gotta be Star Wars, and then Marvel, mm-hmm. and then Back to the Future, and then Hunger Games. Back to the Future is awesome too, but I I only watch one or two of the Hunger Games movies. I love the Hunger Games. They were good. I don't really remember them much. I never read the books or anything. I don't know if you did, but I, I would say they're pretty good. I didn't watch. I got. I should probably brush up on that. There's a lot of movies I would like to watch, because like I've obviously I watch a lot of movies because I'm a big fan of a lot of these movies. But there's also a lot. There's a lot out there that I need to actually educate myself on. Educate myself. Speaking on. of books. Books. When was the last time you read a book? I'll tell you what, man. That's a great topic to bring up because I don't think I've read a book since... What what grade was it where we had to read like 20 books and we were forced to? Did you take honors English? Yes. What se- Wasn't that like 7th grade? That was ninth grade. That, no, no, no. It was, it, was in, it was in middle school. We had really? to read... Yeah, we had to read like 20 books. I think they I think they got rid of it though. But for one of those classes, I was forced to read. And I think being forced to read ruins reading. Because I, I used to love reading. I, re- I read all the time. I read all the Harry Potter books. I read. I had a bunch of individual books I loved. And when I was little, of course, I loved like Captain Underpants. And uh, Captain Underpants was amazing. But Diary yeah. of a Wimpy Kid was great. Yeah. And the movies, I, saw, I still watch those to this day. But I will say, I used to love reading, and school ruined it for me. I feel like it's also, also when you get a phone. Because phones come, become such a big distraction, it's hard to put down. Like, to actually get the time to go and read yeah. and then not, like, want to go on your phone and, like, check your phone when you're reading. Like, oh, I got a snap. Let me open it real quick. But then you're, like, trying to read and then, it, like, you lose your focus on the book. Honestly, I'm going to have to disagree with you there because I got a phone uh, Christmas of my sixth grade year. And I, all these kids nowadays are getting phones in, like, kindergarten. Right, and I think yeah. it's the stupidest thing in the world. But I, I probably read up until, like, eighth grade, like, avidly. Like, I used to be a huge reader. But then once that project, not the project, the whole year thing where I had to read 20 books in X amount of months, it just ruined it for me completely. And I would still read up to that point. Yeah. I mean, my favorite books were Big Nate. Big Nate. <laughs> I never Spy School. I love Spy School. Hmm. So I, like, I hope they make a movie of Spy School. That, those yeah. books are so good. That's like a elementary school thing, right, though? Like those books, kind of like Apple yeah. and Underpants and yeah. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Well, Spy School is more middle school. I will say a goal of mine coming up hopefully in the near future is to read more because i know it's a great way to educate yourself more about what's going on in this world what has gone on in this world history the future everything it's just a great way to develop your mind and educate yourself further which i think is a huge like i would love to do that for myself yeah i mean it's 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 definitely something that's losing traction as we yes. go down in generations. Reading is not longer as important. It's not important to keep up because you can type in Google News 
and you can see different articles and you can see the headlines and that's all people want to know about the headlines of the of the of the articles and what's happening we aren't even forced to go to the library in school anymore i, I know have, i have not checked out a single book in high school for any reason whatsoever I, I checked out a couple this year i think i have one right now that's sitting at home that might be overdue so i probably should take that to school on monday well the thing is when our parents were in school and even our older siblings i don't you don't have any older siblings nah. i do for research projects and everything they would have to go down to the library and get a book to do right that. yeah nowadays we can do a quick google search and find whatever it is under the sun that we need right and like our parents were taught cursive and i haven't worn cursive since i learned how to sign my name in fifth grade i was taught how to do all of the cursive alphabet in like second grade yeah the alphabet but they didn't teach you like how to write oh yeah I, I, I could i could write it pretty well i'll do it right now actually like, okay and I, I i'm a decent cursive writer Dude, like i can only write my name seriously yeah my well, name that's is... a very important thing because you need to be able to do that for your signature and everything. Well, I, yeah, well, I can do my name. Hmm. That actually kind of surprises me. I'm surprised they don't teach everybody how to do I know. It's, all it's, the writing. Anymore. It's something that's no longer considered as valuable when yeah. you have phones where you can... And you just you, change you, the you, font you, in a Google Doc. <laughs> you can use your fingerprint and you can Apple Pay. Yeah, well... I, or I Venmo have, or I set that up, PayPal. but I haven't used it yet. Apple Pay. I use Venmo... Even though I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to be using Venmo. I probably shouldn't say that. But, yeah, it, everything just, they got rid of a lot of stuff. Cursive in school. Yeah. D do you think they still do spelling tests in school? Dude, I don't know. I'll, ha I'll have to ask my younger cousin about that because. I, I don't know. It's, they should do that because I guarantee if I didn't do those spelling. Well, nowadays they could just I mean, I Google translate it. I, I still can't spell right. Like, there's some words <laughs> like, I can't spell government right. I can't figure out. I always forget the N. The N in govern government, yeah. not government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I forget yeah. the N every time. Or museum. I can't museum. spell museum. <laughs> How do you spell it? Try to spell it out right now. M U S. I think U M. I think it's M U S E U M. Yeah, you're right. Spell museum. I don't even think the audience can hear Siri, but. M U S E U M. So I got it right. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Siri, dub. You always get mad at me because I'm always texting you using Siri. It'll be like, texted using Siri. Yeah, and then my t my message doesn't say red. Everything has become so easy using these phones and everything. It, it has. has it it's has its advantages and it has its disadvantages. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel like people are receiving the same education even we were when we were in elementary school. Because I guarantee everything has changed, especially with all the COVID stuff. Yeah. And the distractions on your phone. Like, I know some, some people... Tic-tac. Tic-tac, yeah. T people go on Tic-tac for hours and hours and hours and just not, not do anything. Like, don't you want to be productive? Don't you want to accomplish something today? I think I mentioned something about Tic-tac in, in, the, in the previous episode, episode about it being the stupidest thing ever created, but it's still being entertaining. Yeah. And I stand by that. It is so stupid. It some is. Some of the but things these people are doing. It's hooking. It really right? is hooking, and that's the problem with it because it's addicting. You'll sp you'll stay up a lot later at night to like three a.m. just binging through TikTok, binging through YouTube, and that can affect your school as well. And, and that's why I say we're not receiving the same education as we were ten years ago when we st first started school. Right, and I think another thing with that is sleep. Mm -hmm. The importance of sleep isn't yeah. quite understood in our generation. It's like okay, I'm gonna stay up till three in the morning. Like I'm not gonna worry about it. I'll get my home, I'll get my work done by 11:59. Mm -hmm. Procrastination is a big thing. I used to be such a bad procrastinator. I would wait to the last minute to do my book reports. And then you have that stress that gets you to do it. Yeah, but that's also not healthy. But I, I'm in the same boat. I used to. I've gotten a lot better with it. I think. 
but I used to wait to the very last second to do a big paper or anything, and then I'd just tank it out, do the whole thing in like 30 minutes. And it yeah. wouldn't be my best work as if I were to uh, actually spend a lot of time on it. But I I get it done, but it kind of sucks because then I'm like I'm freaking out trying to get it done, and that right. puts a lot of stress on me. It gives me a headache, it makes me anxious, and I don't think it's healthy at, at all as well. It's really it's really not. It just it's unneeded stress. Mm-hmm. I mean I know the time taking time out of your day to do your homework sucks, mm-hmm. but I think it's so much more beneficial if you take that time and do it. And I'm not one to always do my homework. I forget. Yeah. I'll, I'll do. I'll get something on my phone, or I'll go home and I have to go leave right away, and I'll completely forget about my homework. Yeah, but another but, thing is, people are filling their schedules so much as to where they don't have time to do their homework. For right. example, I've been a lot more stressed out lately because my schedule has been so hectic. I have baseball on top of school, on top of work, on top mm-hmm. of this, on top of building a race car to race this season. Building a race car for what? I thought I told you about this. Nah. We bought a micro stock that we're going to race at up at, at Orville this year. Really? Yeah. I, I'll show you my that. racing suit then, but uh, yeah, I'm very excited for that. You're racing it? Yeah, I'm racing it. And oh, my brother's going to race it too. Don't die. I'm not going to die. We're only going to be going like 60 miles an hour, I think, but whatever. Hey, just don't I don't die. know. I don't know much about it. It's a work in progress, obviously. I've never actually raced organized. Like I've done go-karts and stuff like that, but I'm very excited to do that because I've always wanted to race, honestly, but... It's a big, right. it's a big step, and it's gonna take a lot of work. It's like a full time sport, pretty much. Yeah, it's cool though. Mm. I've, I want to race sometime. Yeah, way down in the future. Yeah, when I have my races, you'll have to come check it out. So or I'll have to like watch that. you, root you on, yeah. cheer you on, cheer me on. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm very excited to do that. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a learning curve. Obviously, I don't expect to go out there and finish first the very first race. I'll probably be riding around in the back at the very start, but then hopefully. Hopefully, just something in my blood makes me a natural talent at it, and I can just go out there and rip rip laps and kick everybody's, you know what? Yeah, that that would be a watch my profanity there for once. Had a boy. I'm, I'm thank proud, you. Thank proud. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um. Yeah, but there's there's one curve to everything. Mm-hmm. From school to sports to new jobs, you always just, yeah, you're always is. learning. You're ever learning something new every day. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds dumb to say, but you you would not believe the amount of things you could learn new and a certain day. Yeah, I feel like I've been doing a lot better at being mindful recently and like noticing things more, like noticing things that I might not have noticed previously, which like helps me educate myself and learn and figure things out. And I feel like if you actually focus a little more, like I know it gets hard to focus for some people, but if you just focus and try to like tell yourself, I'm very smart, I could figure this out. You can do it. You could figure it out. You can comprehend anything. Well, not everything, but, like, yeah, you could figure things out you otherwise might not have thought you would have been able to figure out, especially in school. I know for me, it's so hard to focus. Mm-hmm. I have one of those brains that, like, doesn't, sh- like, shut off. That's a lot of people, too. And it's, like, the overthinking that it's – the overthinking is my biggest downfall. I overthink into everything. It's, like, you, I can't, like, focus on anything because I'm always thinking about something else. This, this sounds a little confusing, but what exactly do you mean when you say you overthink? Like, what do you think like, about? Do you ever, like, think about, like, what ifs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's always like when my brain goes at down like nine thirty at night, some random what if thing in my brain will pop into my brain or like something in the future that could possibly happen. Can you give me an example of that? Ooh. Um. Like thinking about like past friendships or relationships. Like in somebody, that sense. like somebody you used to be very good friends with, and maybe not 
yeah, so right. much like, anymore. I, I feel that. Could could I have done this instead of that? And then would that change things? Like that kind of what if, kind of like reminiscing and wondering, mm-hmm. was there a way to prevent it? Or was it just inevitable that it wasn't going to work out? That's a whole, that's a big thing in life. It is. I didn't word that correctly, but you're going to meet people that are one day not going to be in your life anymore. And there's going to be two or three people in your life. And then my, my father's always told me this. There's going to be two or three people in your life that will always be there by your side. And they'll always be there for you to help you. They'll be there for when you, when you need them, when you're sad, when you're happy. They'll be there for your greatest moments, for your worst moments. And that's the people you need to keep in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. You you have your high school friends. I mean, you have your elementary school friends. Everybody's yeah. in a big group. You have your middle school friends, the, the cool kids. As friends are remember. always changing, yeah. And in high school, the cool kids don't matter because the cool kids broke <laughs> up. The cool kids aren't. I mean, they're, they're still friends. They play sports together, but they're, they're not a big group. Yeah. And when you go to college, you, you lose some of those friends. And you're always constantly making new friends and making new partners or doing new things, joining new clubs, talking to new people, taking new classes. It's, w- everything's constantly changing until you're actually settled down with a family in a house. I will say that reminds me a lot of what I talked about on Tuesday about our whole basketball team, how most of us don't even play basketball anymore. We, that whole group used to be huge friends, and then life got in the way. Two of them moved away, not moved away, two of them went to different schools. Uh, most of us don't even play basketball anymore. We used yeah. to be a huge group of friends. We would always hang out, do things together, and now it, it stemmed off into little other groups, and now I have a whole completely different friend group, like a close friend group. Like, yeah. I like I like to think I'm okay with, like, I'm I'm friends with every like, I'm friends with everybody. I'll yeah, be you're, friend you're cool to anybody, with everybody, but my close friends have definitely changed over the years and honestly the way it is right now i hope it doesn't change anytime soon because i'm cool with who i'm friends with right now i mean change is a constant part of life you can't really oh, yeah, prevent yeah. change sometimes but, it sucks sometimes it's a great thing yeah but um there's always there's always good and bads in situations yeah a door will close and another one open what'd you say like a, a door like you, you're fine oh a door like will that, close, that door yeah. closed and then there'll be four more that open yeah exactly and there's so many different ways you can go in life mm-hmm. it's it's we can't completely understand that at our age. We were starting to, mm-hmm. but we can't understand that until we're later in life understanding, like, we made it through high school. Okay, now we're going to take on college. We made it through college. All right, let's, let's take on a job. Let's take on a salary. Let's take on a family, maybe, 10 yeah. years down the line. Let's take on planning a wedding and planning a baby shower for in the future. Now yeah. I've got to mortgage my house. Got to pay for my kids. Got to lose sleep for my kids because they're, they're up in the middle of the night crying. It's like... As we get older, the future becomes more and more real. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is going to be me soon. Well, not soon, but like, this is going to be me in 10 years. Speaking of, we talk about a lot the future. What do you actually see yourself doing in the future? Like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, I don't know if you put a lot of thought into that. I know myself, I do put a lot of thought into that because I'm, like, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah. I think a lot about what I'm going to be doing five, seven, eight, nine years down the line. Like job or like family? Yeah, job. Status. I would say job. That's right. what I'm asking here. Something in sports. I, I love sports. You yeah. know me. I have a brain for baseball. Yeah, we both do. Like I found this game that I play occasionally. Uh, Zengium. Mm-hmm. He, he, he I've developed, never heard of it. He develops great games. It's like you could be a basketball GM, football GM, baseball GM. The baseball GM is kind of out of date. doesn't really work. But a basketball GM, like it has all the real players and you make all the trades and you, yeah. you, you got to get your team to win. It's kind of like you don't actually play, but it's like, managing your team and that's that to me that's fun 
Yeah, I've played games like that. I've never heard of the one you're talking about exactly, but I always have found that fun. I'll show you with that. And I was actually talking to my friend Josiah last night. He was, I don't know why, but all of a sudden a topic came up and I was like, hey, what do you want to do like 10 years down the line? I think we were actually talking about colleges. And then he started talking about how he wants to do something in sports. He actually wants to become a scout. And then he hopes, like, the dream is for that to become into a general manager's job. I want to be a general manager. And really, he's the guy to go to if you want to talk about if, like, you want to know about a college player or somebody in the NFL, like, I think he, he actually has a future in that because, like, I've never seen anything like it. This kid knows everything about any college player and how they will translate to the NFL. Now, now talk to me about baseball, and I'll be the same way. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm not into the big college baseball thing. Are you? I'm like, talking about, like, MLB. Like, I, I, I can... I can see, like, a prospect that'll, like... I was never big on J.P. Crawford. Mm-hmm. He's gotten better down the line with the Mariners. Yeah. But the Phillies didn't keep him, and I was I was glad with that move because we got stuff in return for him. Fair enough. Yeah. It's it's the balance between prospects and real good players. Gotcha. Which is what you got to balance, and you know that's it's a hard decision to make, especially when you're a baseball general manager and you have multiple multiple levels to look out for. Well, the whole thing about creating this podcast is my hope to get experience, learn from myself. About if I enjoy doing this, which I have so far, if I'm good at it, which I hope I can be. I know right. we're just starting off and we're just we're still learning. Trial and error is a big thing, but I hope it can stem off into other opportunities where I go to college to learn how to do this at a deeper level, how to figure out how to make it perfect, perfect my craft, and I'm hoping that can translate into some sort of career in this sort of field. Yeah, I mean, even even now, hoping that we can make good enough podcasts that people are wanting, you know, they plan on their Tuesday, hey, hang with Hazar, yeah. just dropped a new podcast, I want to check this out, see what they're talking about this week. Like, that's, that's something that's cool to me, and I know it is to you. Yeah, like, it does. We're, we're young, but the ability to understand, like, this is something we enjoy doing. Like, we took that uh, broadcasting class last year. Yeah, we did. This and that was, score. That, was, that was fun. Yeah. Like, we enjoyed that class, and I'm glad it branched out into this. Exactly. But another thing, I think, is um, you ever, like, two o'clock in the morning one o'clock in the morning you ever just have like on your phone you ever just have those like really deep conversations with somebody like even just like a friend like i feel like the best conversations happen at night i think everybody's had those periods where they've talked to somebody and it's gotten to a deep conversation and then you feel a connection with that person if that's what you're getting at i'm i'm kind of getting at like like those conversations are kind of what like you wake up the next morning like, hey, thank you for last night. It was really insightful that we talked about like this conver- this like this specific yeah. conversation. It's like during the day you're like trying to do things, but at night you're actually like focusing. You're settled down. You're, you're settled down. You're focusing on that person mm-hmm. and what you guys are talking about. And I feel that's kind of like a little bit of a lost lost cause in the generations, as you know, other kids they're doing they're trying to do more at night and they're instead of talking to people they're on TikTok instead of going out. They're hanging inside playing video games. I prefer to sleep, I mean, honestly, but I, I, I like my I mean, fun yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, the, I I love my sleep. I if I get eight to ten hours, I'm happy as can be. If I get less, I'm such a grump. With how much, how busy, like we talked about, how busy our schedules are. With how busy my schedule has been, it's rare that I get. Usually, I try to get to bed by eleven, or at least be in bed by eleven, and then I always have to wake up at like six forty-five, seven o'clock in the morning. Which for some people that's like sleeping in because I know a lot of people yeah. have to wake up at like four thirty. But for me, a really? kid, yeah. But for me, a kid that's going to school and then has to go to baseball <coughs> or work right afterwards, it's kind of a tough thing to do. 
Yeah. To get to sleep on time because like I still want to make time to talk to my friends, maybe play video games with them, watch a movie, like enjoy life and enjoy those things because I know it's very important for your mental health. It is. To actually go home and enjoy yourself for a little bit, relax, do things you want to do other than things that you're being forced to do. I mean, that's something that's something I've had a little bit of trouble balancing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll get so stressed during the day, and then I'll be like, oh, I just want to go to bed. Just can't yeah. go to bed, and I, I, I'll i go to bed. And I'll wake up the next morning so stressed because I went home and I accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. And it, it builds on itself. A lot of mornings... I wake up and I'm like, okay, I got this, 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 and this to do. And then I think, okay, how many hours until I can go home and go to sleep? Right. So, for example, on Wednesday, I had, I woke up in the morning, 6.45 in the morning. I was like, okay, I have school for seven hours. And it's at the point where school is my favorite part of the day. Because I, ha- I went home, took 15 minutes, went right to baseball. And right after Wednesday? that... Wednesday, yeah. I had have with I have oh, a right, personal right. trainer on yeah. Wednesday. And then right after that I went to work, which took me till nine o'clock. And then by the time I get home I'm exhausted. So I either decide if my friends are doing something, I could hang out with them, go play a video game with them or something, or just watch a movie, go fall asleep to the movie. And it kinda sucks because I'm at the point where I just wanna go home and sleep after everything because I am just that busy most yeah. nights and I feel like my parents don't realize how much of a toll that can take on me sometimes. Because, like, a lot of times I'm just dreading doing everything. Like, it just gets to the point where there's so much to do. Yeah. It just it takes a toll on you. It really does. Like, it's hard to explain, but it's horrible sometimes. And that's it's a big part of mental health. Like, I don't – I wouldn't say I have an issue with my mental health. But, like, everybody has some level of stress. And right. if that stress level gets too high for a long period of time – it could take a toll on you, man. Yeah, I'm, our our parents definitely understand whether they they show it or not because they've been there. Yeah, everybody, every uh, high school age kid <laughs> has been there in some way or fashion. Part of my cough, I haven't had anything to drink. Um, I was gonna say like, you know, it's hard being a teenager. Yeah. Probably, it's hard, hard being an adult. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, and you know, last night I fell asleep on the couch watching TV. I, I got home, I relaxed, I played Fortnite with, with you guys last night for a little bit. I can't believe Fortnite has came back again. It, so, it sounds so bad, but it's, it's I fun. think I think we just needed a game to get our minds off everything. Cause yeah. I, didn't, I wouldn't say I play a whole lot of video games. I kind of go in spurts where like maybe one month I'll be playing 2K for a little bit yeah. and I'll take like yeah. three months off of playing any video games and then I'll find another video game and then my friends will be playing this video game so I'll play it with them and I think video games are a great thing because they take stress off you they give you something to look forward to look forward to having fun it's a it's I think it's a great thing it's a great thing for your mind you get it gets you thinking it makes it, it relieves stress it really does and I think that I take that to heart I believe Video games are one of the most important things and most important things for kids nowadays. Even though a lot of people look down on them with, uh, yeah, a, they, a lot of people don't like video games because like, oh, they're violent. They're gonna make people shoot each other. That can make people shoot each other. In video games, like, they're so unrealistic. Like a lot of them, like they're made to look realistic. But if you think about it, Call of Duty isn't realistic, right? At all. You're respawning. Like, you have multiple lives. Like. Yeah. It's not realistic. It's not causing violence in any way. And I know that was a big part of the, uh, uh, what's the, the, the kid who was on trial for defending himself. I have no idea. I can't remember his name at the moment, but everybody was saying how Call of Duty 
was like affecting this kid and te- and like that's why why he was uh, a big gun person or whatever. But that's it's not true. Video games have no correlation with violence. Yeah, and that's just an excuse. That is just an excuse. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's important for us at this age. We have to, we have to understand what gives us mental breaks. Like understanding what makes what level of stress we can we can accept and we can hold on to, is important so we don't overstress or we're not, you know, freaking out because we're stressing so much that we're gonna we're gonna crash mm-hmm. and we're gonna have that the one day where we crash and we just like oh i don't care anymore it's not fun i'm so tired of going to school every day i just want to go home and sleep and i want everybody to leave me alone and when you reach that point there has to be a person or a subject or a movie or a tv show that can just pull you out of that point and say no take a day and get back on your feet and we're doing this again that's why and we're going to keep doing this again until you're out of high school, until you're out of college, and until you are the happiest person on earth yeah. with a happy family way down the line. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think the entertainment business is very important because it, it helps people. Like, it's, I know people say, oh, it's just for entertainment. No, it's for people's mental health. It is. It's for people yeah. to enjoy and to enjoy life. Like, people look to entertainment, like sports, movies, video games, music. They look at that and they're like, oh, I love this. Like, they, they fall in love with that and it becomes a huge part of their lives. And that's what makes them happy. Like, I know a lot of people's jobs suck. Yeah. Like, they absolutely suck. They go home, they go to work and they dread it. They hate it. They just want to go home and sleep. And then before they go to bed, they watch a movie. They listen to music or something like that. And they're, they're, they're just enjoying themselves. And that's like, as humanity, we need that. And I think that's why the entertainment business is possibly one of the most important businesses out there. Right. I mean, as we know, there's there's certain amounts of bad that go on in the world. Like there's there's the bad gets publicized, but I think yes. we forget about the good. Mm-hmm. Go on YouTube and watch Mr. Beast give ten thousand dollars to a homeless man. Go on YouTube and watch somebody give away money. Go on YouTube and watch somebody change somebody else's life. Yes, I would like look at the generosity instead of looking at all the bad. I know it's hard to look not look at the bad because the bad is publicized everywhere, but the the entertainment business provides the good for the teenagers and the college kids and the adults. It's look at these guys. These are these guys are really changing the world. Yeah, I would really like to apologize for what I said about Mr. Beast earlier. I wasn't trying to say that he's a bad guy or anything, and that no, he's no. like full of himself or anything. I I love Mr. Beast. I watched most of his videos. He's a great guy and everything. I was just trying to say that he. I feel like he could be a little bit more quiet about it and just be like, oh, here, take this money, uh, enjoy yourselves, change your life, whatever. But I feel like a lot of times he's a little cliche about it. But I have nothing against the guy. He's awesome in every way. I feel like the world needs to be like rich people, people who have a whole lot of money. I feel like the, the world needs to be a little bit more like that, helping people in need. I mean, I know for me, they, did, they just did Team C's. And that was something that was important to me because I, I care about the ocean. Mm-hmm. Back in seventh grade, uh, me, I don't know why we did this, me, Bobby, Bobby Kronberger, and Mark Boucher, we started a YouTube channel called Earth Mason. Mm-hmm. And we made videos about, you know, seventh grade, so it wasn't anything good. We made videos about styrofoam with turtles, and we, we actually talked to the principal and said, hey, can we get rid of the styrofoam? The styrofoam's not doing any good for the students. It's not doing any good for the turtles. Mm-hmm. Pl- the plastic straws aren't doing any good. 
The plastic straws. I I mean, it, we we actually got the stuff removed from like the cafeteria from for like I don't know if it's still removed. I can ask my brother. But that was like that's something that's important to us. Like we got to take care of the earth, man. We only got one earth. I'm not gonna lie though. When I go down to like North Carolina or Maryland or uh, the Ocean City, New Jersey, or somewhere just to go to the beach for a day. It annoys the crap out of me when I have to use a paper straw. Really? And I drink out of it and it just breaks apart. It's horrible. I like paper straws. I hate them. It's horrible. Well, like I get it's it's better for the environment, but no, just stick the plastic straws, please. Get rid of no, everything else. Just keep get, plastic straw. I'm fine with everything else. No, you gotta get rid of the plastic straws. Those no, are no, no, no. They, 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 you can't break them down. No, I don't care. Keep the keep the plastic <laughs> straws. <laughs> Your well, enjoyment is more important than the environment. Yeah, my my enjoyment with uh, drinking my uh, Dr Pepper or whatever is more important than straw, one turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing around, but um, I would actually like to throw out there that we are looking at having a bunch of guests on the show in the near future. So yeah. if you are interested in doing that, contact us. We have our website where you can go on. I'm pretty sure there is a link on our Spotify actually to take you to that website or, or, or our Twitter could, yeah. or my, or my personal Instagram, which is Z Russo underscore 18. Or you could shoot us an email hanging with Hazard. It's, it's just like the name at gmail.com. Hanging, hanging no G wit, no H Hazard at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. We'll, we'll, we'll be sure to get, get back to you. So. So. I, yeah, I, th- I think that wraps up our show for today. Thank you for joining us once again. We'll look at joining you once again on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Yep.